Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 79 of the Fresher and Parlance show. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. Again, without the eye patch. I was going to make a makeshift one, but I spent so long trying to fix the other one, which it was fixed. It just didn't work in this specific scenario, which is frustrating because I spent time ahead of time before the show fixing it, and then it just doesn't work again. Stupid. It is pretty darn stupid. Getting a lot of flack for the lack. I get a lack flack. Um, I will but. say that uh, Tom Brew just said you should just get a real eye patch. I know. I mean, I would have like, I would have done that if I spent my time doing that instead of, you know, watching the football game. And like, tr- I did. I spent probably like twenty minutes fixing it ahead of time, and then it still didn't work. I mean, it did work when I fixed it. But it didn't work. We actually did the show. Doesn't Terrible. make sense. Doesn't make any sense. <gasps> but regardless, I'm still here. You're here, and that's the most important thing. And I'm you can't patchless. you can't fake that. You can't fake that. I know. Um, you know, I wanted to uh, say I had a it's a big announcement. There's been a lot of uh, clamoring, a lot of clamoring, a lot of talking. The Democratic Party was was going. Um, was really worried about this announcement. Uh, it happened yesterday, but uh, I'm going to rehash it here. Um, while I was in the car going to work yesterday, I formally announced I was not. I am not running for president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. so you, did you formally announce that in the car? In the car. In the car. In the car yesterday. Just like, just to the air, or did you? Where did you? Where, how did you formalize it? Well, I was in, in traffic with my wife, and I formally announced it. After hearing Joe Biden was no longer going to uh, be president. <clears throat> Wait, is he? Oh, yeah. It was a tough decision. It was a tough decision. But you had to drop out? You I, had had to, to, I had to drop out. It's too late. It's too late. It's, I'm not past a run myself. I know. I'm going to start my campaign late, probably next year, when things are really heating up. <laughs> after all the primaries are over with. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, so, uh, What is the latest that you can come into the race anyway? It's like, technically. Uh, technically, probably when it's mathematically, after so many primaries have already happened, that it's mathematically impossible for you to actually get enough to get an election, get elected. Wait, no, but you could, can't you run a write-in campaign at the, for the very end? Uh, maybe not on the demo. Uh, you could probably do it on in like an independent ticket or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I guess like for the party, that's true. Yeah, but for the Democrats, yeah, you would have to be involved probably from the get go. Um, but I, th- I, I saw one of the guys. Uh, I think it was Jim Webb or whatever the Democratic uh, candidate. He dropped out and he said he's going to run as an independent. Yeah, I wonder. Do you think this whole? Do you think um, what's his name? Uh, you know, uh, Trump. He might people, be independent. He, I people think he's going to just win. He's you think like so? A, yeah. I mean, so you think he's going to win the? I mean, the other two people are crazy, right? I there's just no. It's probably going to end up being Jeb Bush, but I don't. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Miss, a, I don't know. Um, crazy, he, crazy election times. I swore I saw something about Jeb Bush today saying something funny. 
Um, but I, I don't know. I can't remember what it was. It was oh yeah. He said, uh, well, this actually ties pretty neatly into something. He said, Supergirl is pretty hot. <laughs> Biden said that. No, um, Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush. Yeah, he says. Uh, she, yeah, she, he said uh, she does look better than I remember watching the preview a while ago. Because there's so many ads for it now. And then I keep thinking, oh, wait, I already saw that like a billion years ago. He said here, um, this is what Jeb Bush said today. I like watching the movies. I, I wish I owned Marvel. As someone that believes in capitalism, Bush said, speaking at the Libra Forum in North Las Vegas, I don't know. I'm kind of old school. I like the old school guys like Batman. A little dark these days. But then he kept going saying that he saw an ad for the new CBS show Supergirl featuring Glee actress Melissa Benoist, or whatever, Benoist. I saw it when I was working out this morning, he said. She looked kind of, she looked pretty hot. I don't know what channel <laughs> it's on. hot? Yeah. I would have expected he'd say cute. <laughs> no, he said she looked pretty hot. I don't know which channel it's on, but I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> Good old regular guy. You know, Jeb regular by Jeb Bush. Yeah, I mean, his name is Jeb. Um, Jeb? Oh, Jeb. yeah. Um, right? Yep, so we talked about it last week, uh, Back to the Future. And I think Product of Sun's podcast has a whole episode about it, but the, the Cubs lost. They uh, lost. So I did that, not know that. That was lost. on that day, right? It, they lost yesterday. They were eliminated yesterday, from the, which was the day of. So... Stupid. It was like uh, Back to the Future Day. Yeah, it was Back to the Future I read a lot day. of articles about how like it was over, overhyped and it basically was ruining um, Back to the Future for people. Why was it ruining Back to the Future? It was a, it's a very important day in the history of if you like, can, like Back to the Future and the canon of Back to the Future, that was the day he went 30 years into the future. No, I mean, yeah, everyone knows what it was, but it's just like it was super overhyped. I mean, oh, quick crying like then, like every everybody released something for Back to the Future Day, and it was all like kind of forced. Uh, speaking of force, how about May uh, May Fourth? The May the Fourth be with you. Oh like, yeah, yeah, bullshit. People are whiny. Get over That's it. True. People happens, are whiny. I mean, it, ha it happened once every thirty years. Someone talks about Back to the Future. It's not like this is going to happen again. I know. Yeah, it's only it's a one time deal. Jerks. Wait, the is, they go more into the future later, don't they? Nope, that's it. They go into the that's past. The farthest they ever went? They go back into the past. Yeah, that's the furthest they go into the future. That's interesting. Well, I'm, I think he's there a number of days, so technically he's here right now for, like, I think a week. But, oh, that's true. Good point. Yeah. yeah. But, so, um, <clears throat> yeah, it shouldn't be back to the future day. It should be back to the future whatever week um, or whatever. I don't, I don't remember exactly. They might have gone back. Now that I think about it, was there a secondary future where... Yeah, I thought so. Oh, no, there was a secondary past. There was a secondary past where he goes back to the present and everything's changed because... Because he messed with the past or whatever. He left the, he left the sports almanac in the past. And then Biff, man, that Biff guy. Yeah, speaking of Biff, I heard that the writer of Back to the Future based his character Biff on Donald Trump. Really? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Which, you know what? Now that you think about it, it puts it a little bit into perspective. If Donald you think Trump? About, yeah, no, no, Biff. Just Biff. Oh, if Biff, think, yeah. Biff's character. Yeah. Um, so, 
there's a couple of uh, news and notes that we have to get a hold of, but uh, I almost want to lead right into my homework assignment for you. Did you actually do it? Which one? There's the two. Bu the butler. The butler. I know. No, I didn't do much. I thought of some stuff that I did like thought about before, but I didn't think of any new like smaller items. Crap. Because I really, I should have just asked you before we did the show, before I did a uh, live on air. Hey, what's what did you have your butler doing? I mean, um, I like, I did. Basically, I thought about thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I should, I should really think of some more stuff, but then, like, I didn't. So I thought, I thought of a couple things my butler could do. Oh, that's you. You should bring them up. Yep, but it's it's all menial tasks, things I don't like to do, like get the mail, or. Clean up the piss after I urine on the floor. Like, you know, when you, I don't know when you urinate, but sometimes I get little drips on the floor. Well, couldn't you just go anywhere and then have him clean it up? That would be like. Oh, good point. Maybe he could just follow me around with a piss bucket. Yeah, I mean, not a bucket. Just have him clean it up. You don't want. So that's that's uh, degrading to have someone just stand there. I just <laughs> want to piss on whatever I want and then they clean it up. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> look at, look, you're just thinking of it right now. Thinking of it right now. Um, the uh, I would like to him to be like uh, have a USB charger at all times, and he follows me around. And I just plug things into him. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, I would like to have him have like bubble gum and candy in his pocket at all times. So when I'm I want that, he just gives it to me because you know how so much I love. They have to be in the pocket. Yeah, in his like a secret candy like it's not just bubble gum and and stuff, but it's like a almost like a candy store in his jacket, like just yeah, like yeah. a. You know, like, hey, have you seen these watches, you know, in New York City? And they open it up, and there's all the watches and stuff. I don't think that – by the way, has that ever happened, ever? That someone had a candy store in their jacket? No, just, like, when someone opens up their jacket in, on the street and says, hey, man, you want to watch? And there's, like, a bunch of watches. Yeah, I think that it does. I mean, they used to. Or stuff, maybe. Yeah, no, watches, too. Like, but lots of different stuff. Um. Anyway, we're way off track. The second thing I wanted to uh, bring up, which was your homework assignment, which you, I know, did actually come through on, you went to see The Martian. Oh, I did. Oh, that was, yeah. That was my homework. But the other butler thing that I would do, basically, I don't know if it's specifically butler, but one of my favorite things to do if I was super rich and had, like, you know, like a entourage of people to, like, pre-do things for me, I would have people, like, go ahead of time to all of the stores and like restaurants or anywhere that I wanted to go without like necessarily planning on going there, but just like have people, you know, talk to me and like wonder what I'm doing and then like set up all these contingencies, but just go to all the stores ahead of time and then make a deal with the store to just like know who I am and then like just pay for everything without me having to actually do anything. What do you mean? So I just walk in the store and I'd be like, I could have anything I want. I'm just like, oh, cool, yeah, this is cool. I'll just take it, and then like it's just done. Like the butler I don't have takes, to deal with it like at all. The butler takes care of it. Yeah, I mean, this is more less so butler, but like it, you'd need like an entourage of like, you know, some sort of logistics team to go out and like go multiple places and set this up. So you just go in and like they're ready. Like not necessarily they're like ready for you to like. Like, they have, like, a red carpet or whatever. Like, they could be casual about it, but it's just, like, I don't have to deal with any of the, the stuff with going to the store or restaurant or anywhere. It's just, like, taken care of ahead of time. Got it. Got That'd it. Cool. 
I don't. I guess I really didn't have any good thing. Mine were just like I don't like shaving, so they could shave me in the morning. I don't like, uh, you know, going to get the mail. They could make sure they have that all done, and all my bills could be paid. All that, you know, all the little. Yeah, those just seem like normal things, though. Yeah, I know they're just normal things, but those that would make my life way easier. I would just have more free time to waste. Essentially, that's all I want: more free time. <laughs> yeah, more free time to waste. Yeah. 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 Um. The, the I saw a couple things today, but anyway, let's talk about the Martian, which which we were getting into, and we kind of like got off of. So, I want to hear your I want to hear your opinion on this. So first off, I was kind of I mean I was gonna some friends were gonna come with me, but I ended up going to see it by myself, which I think that's the first movie I've ever gone to by myself. That was kind of I always kind of wanted to do that a little bit, but. And I got it. It was totally like full. If so much more people came, I wouldn't have been able to sit down. But I got in like right as it was starting, and like I just got an edge seat, like random single seat. Wouldn't have worked out with more people. But um, yeah, it was pretty good. It was long. What? All right. So I like that there was no. It was like not. Um, it was about the movie was about solving problems, and it wasn't about dumb, like human stuff like relationships and like you know human interactions and whatever like that didn't really matter well so, there like, was, the, there only, was... the only underlying thing about that was like basically like they didn't tell the people on the ship or whatever because and like they feel feel bad for ditching them but it was like super minor like that didn't really matter they like went over it for like five minutes right so um spoil this is like a bit a bit spoiler but you just spoiled a little bit. But the um, actually, I won't spoil anything. I'll just say at the end of the movie, you know where he has to build the thing to get yeah. to the other. Um, that that scene from that point to where he gets to the other area, yeah, was a huge to do in the book. There was a way more drama there. That was way more drama. Yeah, yeah. I heard that that was like the most different part. I think the dumbest part in. Like the scienciness of it or whatever. I mean, there was a couple that I thought were dumb, but it was like super minor. But when he was updating his like rover thing to like go the distance, the code having the code update. The code. Remember when he got the code? To, oh no, that was just so he could get the Mars lander to communicate with his rover. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's. I mean, that was cool. But the um, no, just like the way that they updated the rover. Like, put the hole in the top or whatever. That was dumb. Yeah, so that scene, that hole in the top thing. Yeah. That scene was way more complex in the book. Yeah. I mean, it, it would need to be because it didn't, I thought it was dumb. Yeah, they didn't explain why they needed to do that. There was reasons to do all of that shit. I would assume and, so, but. Yeah, and they didn't talk about it. They didn't, it didn't make no sense why they were putting a hole in the top of it in the, in the, in the movie. Yeah. But that was, like, probably the biggest, like, biggest thing. Oh, and also that he had the, after that thing blew out, even though it was all stormy and blowing stuff up before, like it totally held through like a bunch of storms. That's so dangerous. You could totally decompress again. Yeah, it definitely could decompress. Scary. And like he was like not even like wearing I would be like wearing a spacesuit all the time at that point. Like it could like literally detach anytime. Right. I think in the book it was slightly different, but it was very similar. Yeah. And they didn't explain why it popped. In the book, I think they did pop. And they also didn't explain that the potatoes that he was growing got freeze-dried. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got freeze-dried, so they were totally edible. They were edible? 
Yeah, the ones that were in the ground. Oh. They didn't but yeah, no, that. it was a cool movie. Yeah, I thought the movie was very good. I think the book is very good. I don't know, like a lot of people say, oh, I like to watch the movie before I watch, read the book. I'm kind of like, if I could read the book before the movie, uh, I'll do that. Um, in this case, they're both equally good in different ways. It's slightly different storytelling. Obviously, one's a movie, one's a book. It's told differently. Um, but I really enjoyed the movie. It had a satisfying ending, a little bit too much drama. The, 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 very, the ending, the very, very like last part, too, that wasn't in the book. And oh the, yeah, yeah, that's what I heard too. So, but whatever, it's uh, it's it's still an excellent movie, and I recommend everyone to go see it. Um, but speaking of seeing things, Fresher, yeah. did you watch the new Star Wars trailer? I did see the new Star Wars trailer. And uh, what'd you think? Uh, I like the last one better. I didn't think this one was as like. It didn't like get. I didn't. I wasn't feeling it as much as the last one because there's too much stuff going on that like doesn't like make any sense. The last one was just cool with the giant crash star star destroyer and like it was more teasery and less like story trying to tell a story. There was absolutely no story. If you're gonna th- if you're gonna watch one of these things. And you're going to try to interpret a story. No, not that I was interpreting it, but they were trying to tell more of a story in the most recent one. Really? Because I couldn't tell what the hell story they were trying to say. What's the story? Did you get the story from that? Because I have no idea. I mean, they were trying to say that, like, you know, they were the two last people and whatever, like, who were going to be, like, the... I mean, they they were already important, but they, like, more nailed in that they were important. Who? Like, the chick and the black dude. So... He what is he or is he not a stormtrooper? Well, they didn't talk about that. Really? Because I thought they did say something. Like he was questioning being a stormtrooper. Like he didn't want to be a stormtrooper anymore. That's yeah. They did yeah, it was kind of like that, but barely. And then what's she? Is she the one that's in the gear that's going into the Star Destroyer to get the yeah. stuff out? Yeah, I mean okay. that was clear. She had the same outfit on. Well, that's what I'm trying I'm asking you don't need to criticize. I'm just asking yeah, geez. for geez. Duh. Oh my god! I thought you watched the trailer. I did watch the trailer, and I didn't. I didn't watch any of the breakdown shot by shot. And so I didn't watch the breakdowns either. So apparently, they don't think the force is a real thing, and they meet up with Luke. I'm not Luke. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They meet up with Han Solo, and he tells them that that it is for real. Yeah. And then there's some guy that has Darth Vader's helmet that he touches, and he says, "I'm going to get this. I'm going to do this for you." Yeah. Why is he? Why does he want to do it for Darth Vader? Why does he care about? Why does he like Darth Vader so much? I mean, supposedly that's Luke. What? Yeah, yeah I mean, that was in kind of in the thing. No way. That wasn't. That's not going to be Luke. Is going to be I the bad. The chick is like his daughter or whatever. No, Luke is definitely not going to. You think Luke I is the bad? I don't know. I don't know. That's like what's. There was, there was more stuff, like, there was more stuff, like, explaining things. Even though it didn't really explain what it is, there was just more, like, loose ends. On the other ones, there was no loose ends. It was just, like, cool scenes. Okay, so so here's, because they did show someone touching R2-D2 with a robotic hand. Yeah. I thought, I assumed that was Luke. Yeah, I think it's the same person. Oh. So wait a minute. So I was gonna, I was gonna be under the assumption that Luke was either gonna, was gonna play, like, an Obi-Wan or Yoda type character. 
Uh, I don't, yeah, I mean, I think that he's, no, because, like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know, though, but I don't think so. I don't think Luke is going to turn bad. I can't imagine that. But uh, most everyone is saying that Han Solo is going to die in this one. Oh, yeah, I would think so. I don't know. Why does everyone say that? Why is it? Why I, is... I mean, I haven't heard that till right now, but I can agree with it. Okay. Why? Well, I, I was just, like, curious why everyone says, oh, Han Solo is going to die. I don't know. But so... Go ahead. we got a, uh, Tom says, uh, coherent trailer or not, Star Wars is overrated. Whoa. That's a bold statement. Bold. Uh, uh, you know what's not you know what's you know what is not overrated? Tom Brew's birthday. Hit it from everybody. It was yesterday. Happy birthday, oh, Tom. Happy birthday. Tom Brew. He's he is an ageless wonder, but to, here's the thing. To be ageless, you just he just hides his Facebook. He finds he hides his <laughs> birthday on Facebook. Yeah. You should be able to put that as your age, ageless. <laughs> um I, I but I do think Star Wars is not overrated. I think Star Wars is is above average. Uh, I think it's above average, yeah. But I mean, it's not like it's more nostalgia at this point than like. Quality. I mean, I think Guardians of the Galaxy overall was a better movie. That's a bold statement. Yeah, I mean, but it's like new. Like nothing was known about it. It was just a good movie. Like it didn't have to. Like Star Wars is mostly going off of just the nostalgia and like, you know, the spaciness of like Star Wars or whatever. Right. I, I, I'll i be honest. So did you see all the people buying the tickets? There were, there yeah, were yeah, sec- a bunch of my friends were talking about the tickets too. The secondary market, there were some people that were like putting up tickets for like $10,000. I didn't stuff. know there was a secondary market though. Yeah, Craigslist. It's and like way long. It's stupid. Well, the one that was $10,000 had, it was like in Omaha, included like... Um, a hotel stay, a dinner reservations at a fancy restaurant, and a limo to and from the thing. But it was like still ten thousand bucks. Yeah, I know, it's like totally. I saw that many of the um, the like Fandango had record traffic, and also the Monday Night Football um had like crazy ratings. Like right before, oh, yeah, the- I heard. I heard that that was like a crazy marketing for basically for football is like. Make a bunch of nerds watch sports like just to see the preview. <laughs> it was. Did you watch the actual broadcast? No, no, I, I didn't get to see it. So they, they, so you know, it was at halftime. So yeah. you know, Chris Berman is that goes back, 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 gone. Andre Batmoon, you know, he does all the stupid like things, or whatever. He does like the quick uh, take on you know the what happened in the NFL like over the weekend. Yeah. And then they cut back to some other studio where Mike Tirico. Mike Tirico is like a NFL, uh, just like an ESPN personality. I would say he does like radio and TV and stuff. And they're like, and Mike Tirico, he's like, and now it's time for the moment you've all been waiting for the new. And it's like him standing next to like a like a Star Wars like monitor with Star Wars on it or whatever. Uh, yeah. Wait, was did they play it in the stadium too then? I have no idea. No, well, he was in some studio somewhere, and then it went full screen, uh, as you know, on commercial break, or whatever. But it was like they unveiled it, but it was a totally weird. It was a totally weird thing, and they, yeah. So a lot of nerds watched. They said the the ratings right before halftime were huge, um, just because of the uh, all the people watching the sh- just yeah, to watch the show. thing. But I remember, and I, <clears throat> and this is the reason why, and I sent you this article, is that. 
there was back in 1998 there was a fervor a mad fervor a mad rush to the to the theaters yeah this was before the like many videos made it um to the internet obviously this is before youtube and all that stuff and um maybe it might what year did youtube come out it certainly wasn't around in 98 um it said it was 98 in the article well that was the year of the of the the movie phantom menace oh yeah and i remember going to see meet joe black just to see the Star Wars trailer, you you didn't meet Joe Black. Or there was a Jack. movie. Co- there was a movie called Meet Joe Black. Oh yeah, Meet Joe Black. Yeah, I like that movie. So that movie had the trailer in front of it, this new Star Wars trailer, and I went to see Meet Joe Black, really? not <laughs> not to see the movie, but to see the the trailer. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I was actually reading that 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 link I sent you is that the, there were three movies at that time that had the trailer. One of them was <clears throat> meet Joe black. The other was yeah. the water boy. Oh yeah. The water boy. Yeah. And the other one was uh, hold on. There was, they had the three ones. It was like the water boy crap. Sorry. I, I now I can't find Jeez. it. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Um, the siege, which was, I believe a, um, a Denzel Washington movie, but I, I think Meteo Black came out first because I remember going to see Meteo Black specifically to see it, and I also saw The Water Boy in the theater. So, um, <laughs> so you went to twice. <clears throat> so yeah, um, but yeah, I rewatched that trailer, the 1998 trailer, and I don't know if it's just the my mind is tainted. I think it's uh, the tainted mind. It's the tainted mind, but also the. Uh, man, the CGI in that movie looked terrible. I just rewatched it. it. Did you pretty bad, but not like super bad. It looked pretty bad. Like the robots looked like pretty bad, but the other stuff was okay. Some of the like the landscapes looked fine, and the ship, that silver ship on the yeah, the yeah, yeah, that looked fine. Um, and I remember seeing that for the first time. That silver, bright silver, gleaming ship. On yeah, this, I remember being so wowed the first time I saw that. And the, the outfits and stuff I thought were cool. Yeah, but then you see, uh, we could we had hints of badness when Jar Jar Binks suck his face into the little. I know. Uh, I don't remember Jar Jar Binks being like a part of that preview. I feel like that's the most painful part in like my hindsight of like, what did I think of that before I knew like who that was? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. There I think was I that. just completely overlooked it. Thought, huh. But like after knowing what a Jar Jar Binks is. Oh, yeah, this is a lot of a lot of Star Wars talk here, but okay. um, yeah, and so Star Wars season. So uh, a couple couple quick things that to to kind of get off here. Uh, one, I talked about the Kingsman as a movie to go see because I really liked it. Yeah, and and uh, there was a lot of people who disagreed with me on this topic. I um, see it. worth saying. I just saw they're making a sequel. They're making a really? sequel to it. Yeah, so I'm super pumped. It's going to come out in 2017, Kingsman 2. Um, secondly, I've been reading this series called the Southern Reach Trilogy yeah. for probably the last, mm, I don't know, three months. And this is the thing. These books are not that big. They're like 250 pages each. Yeah. And uh, I finally finished the series last night. Last and night? Last night. Oh, you're fresh off the series. I know. And... Let me just say that that book series is trippy. Worth it. Trippy? Yeah. What was the last like sentence? 
I don't know what the last sentence was. I mean, like, what, like, was it notable? Oh, it was, uh, it was like, it, uh, love, it, it was essentially a sign off on a letter. Oh, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, it's, 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 the book itself is, it, it flips, what, the first book is, is a kind of standard, I'm alone in a weird place, kind of, like, survival type post-apocalypse, but not a post-apocalypse, it's different. Yeah, it's just like a weird thing that's happening on Earth, and it's kind of being explored, if you will. And then the book two just flips it on edge. You think it's going to follow what happened with that person from book one, but it doesn't. It just changes it completely. It's just, and then and then the book, the third book, is a kind of a bunch of timelines happening all at the same time, pre, post, like pre. And then stuff that happened sort of around, but like right before book one, and then things that happened well before book one, and then all the things in present. It was crazy. It had a really, it was really spectacular. Well, and well written. That's the thing. You read a, uh, <clears throat> you read a book, and then you're like, uh, it, it may not be good, but at least you're like, oh, it's you know, it's just well written. In this case, it was both well written and an interesting series. So check that out. I believe so the guy. How many books have you read this year so far? Great question, Fresher. Let's have see. You, have you even been keeping track? I have been keeping track. Hold on. Are you up to you like forty-three or whatever you're supposed to? No, I had a, I've had a really slow. I've had a really slow. Um, what about birds? How about birds? How about birds, uh, Parlance? How many birds have you seen? Ever <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> dead, silent air. Well, I was sorry. Twenty-four books this year. Oh, that's not very many. I read more than that. Yeah, and I'm not counting comic books here or uh, or pamphlets. Pamphlets. <laughs> yeah, straight up books. Um, yeah, 24 books. I'm pretty proud of that. And I oh, and I probably read maybe five or six halfway through, and then they expired. So you know, because of the library system. So oh I have, yeah, yeah. So I have a bunch that are coming back to me at some point that I'll be able to finish. So. Um, Anyway, oh, so you checked them out. You just didn't get them yet. Yeah, they're on hold or whatever. Because you know, there's if there's they only have a certain amount of licenses. So if they're all out, you go on a waiting list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you're just back on the list. Yeah, I'm just back on the list. So um, this morning, I was, uh, you know, after yesterday's big announcement in the car commute. Um, Which one? My oh, big yeah. announcement. Yeah, that today uh, coming into the car commute, I learned that Oslo is, you know, and I just visited Oslo in the spring. By 20, I think it was 2017, they're banning cars. Oh, yeah. No, I heard something about that. And it's the first... Oh, it's actually uh, 2019, not 2017. will be relatively soon. 2019, they're banning all cars in the city, and it's affecting 350,000 car owners who live there. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's the first of its kind, and... They're... I think it's kind of a good idea. It'll, it's a good experiment. It's going to uh, make it better for pedestrians, cyclists, and shops. And this is what it says. We want to make it better for pedestrians, cyclists, and shops, and everyone. (laughs) What about, uh, I mean, they must, commercial vehicles and emergency vehicles must still be allowed. Yeah, so um, commercial vehicles, yes. And I believe uh, public transportation. So like like buses and stuff will be able to go through. That's it. But then, I mean, are people going to be able to walk in the streets then? Like, how's that going to work? Don't know. They're building. They're building out all of this other, um, 
Like it'll be really interesting to see how that works out. Yeah, I think they're just going to build up all these pedestrian zones. They're going to expand a bunch of uh, bike stuff. It's like a huge, and it's five hundred acres that they're yeah. Doing. So it's it's pretty it's pretty huge, and apparently Madrid is going to ban cars in its city center in Spain by twenty twenty. And uh, Paris did it like the other like a month ago or something for like well, a day. Well, no, it says here Paris banned cars from its major landmarks like the Eiffel Tower and Notre Dame Cathedral last month. So just um, like all together, I thought it was a temporary thing. No, apparently it's a permanent thing, just for those areas. Just for those areas. That's cool. So, um, but yeah, this is an interesting uh, development, wouldn't you say so, Pressure? Totally. I mean, I um, feel like everything is so like within reach now because of logistics. Like, you don't really need to use your car that much. I mean, I guess for commuting to work or something might be, but I don't know. Stuff just seems like it's, and like you can telecommute. Like, you don't even really need to be places anymore. I know, right? It's true. And I mean, here's the thing. Oslo, there's literally one town in all of Norway that people want to go to. Yeah. So, like, if you, if the, like, most of them live within the city center. There's not really so much a suburb. Yeah. I mean, there probably is, but you know what I'm saying. It's not like a sprawl. Whereas, yeah, I mean, like, people who don't like it will leave, and people who like it will, like, move there. Right, exactly. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's an interesting, I would like to see it. I would go, I'll go back. I will go back to check it out. I remember when I I rented a, when I went to Oslo I actually rented a car and we parked the car in the street. So and the and the traffic was pretty not heavy and but we did do tons of we actually didn't do much driving in the city except one night when um uh there was super drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, one night we had to go to a pharmacy in, like in an emergency situation because of a headache situation like someone had a headache. Oh, yeah. So we had to go out and find something for that headache. And there was no um, pharmacy within walking distance? No, there was not in our area of the town, no. Usually, like, a, the hotel would have it or something. They didn't have the specific thing. So, huh. so yeah, that, but yeah, and that was, like, traumatic because it was, like, using Google Maps and, like, through the town in dark in the areas we hadn't been to. It was kind of funny. It was kind of, it was kind of like... How would you Google do that if they banned cars, man? Exactly. We would have had to take the bus, which would have been probably a disaster. They might not have been running at the time. That's a great point. Who knows? I'm assuming if you don't have cars on the street, then you have to allow to have buses 24 hours a day. That's maybe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that will be cool. Yep. Uh, Speaking of places I've been to and them doing something that I approve of, Iceland. What did they do? So they just jailed... 26 of the top bankers for their role in the financial crisis from back in 2008. Nice. I, yeah, I didn't know that. I wonder what they jailed them for. So they, they jailed them for um, financial crimes such as, uh, let me see, I had it here. I can't find it now, but it was like, you know, uh, oh, geez, now I can't find it. Uh, but anyway, it's it, they're 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 seventy six total years. The the they, the mass the most you could spend in jail for a financial crime apparently in Iceland is only six years. Yeah. Um. So a lot of them have two years. Some have four years. Some have six years. They're actually trying to advocate to get more than six years now on the books in Iceland because I guess that's the law. You can't go to jail for more than that. But apparently, Iceland only has like a hundred people in jail 
Oh, really? Total? No way, that's crazy. Yeah, hold on, let's see. How many people are in jail in Iceland? But I think they effectively tripled their... Um, their occupancy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, How are they going to yeah. do those... Uh, okay, so... If, yard, um, you know, Michael yeah. Jackson shows. So right now in Iceland, they have five prisons with a maximum capacity of 121. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so probably you're not going to jail if you go to Iceland. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. And one of them is, and, and two of these, by the way, are are um are open prisons. What does that mean? It says here, uh, prisoners are expected to either work or receive education and to take care of themselves for the most part. That's a weird description. <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the most part. And then uh, this one says, this other one is uh, used for That's prisoners. That's like super different than the U.S. I know, right? Used we for have prison- the most like, imprisoned people in the world. I know. Our incarceration rate is insane. You, I, I was going to get to that, by the way. Use for This one says, use for prisoners with the remaining sentence of two years or less. Prisoners are expected to either work or receive education and take care of themselves for the most part. I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, there's only one high security prison in Iceland, and it's and it's only um, it only has 45, a maximum capacity of 45 people. So yeah, so they're sending all these people to prison, and uh, it's effectively going to like double their amount of uh, prisoners in jail. I guess they just don't have many people in jail in Iceland. They all know every, that's because everyone is related. Yeah, I mean, and also there's just not that many people in general. True, that is true. Um, but it's also true that everyone's related. <laughs> it's to the point that they were actually trying to get some of the, you know, those Syrian refugees. Oh, yeah, like to have immigrants. Yeah, they wanted some of the immigrants because they just needed to broaden their gene pool. Yeah. <laughs> Did they? I mean, it seems like it would not be difficult. They did. They got like, I think they got a couple thousand or 10,000 or something. It's pretty because, good. Yeah, they like basically doubled their population. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, do you have anything you want to talk I have a couple things, but I feel like I've been monopolizing. Iceland. Um, uh, I finished making my gate at my house. Well, I didn't finish. I made the gate. I still have to hang it up on the hinges. But I was trying to work out a way to do it because it's, like, pretty heavy. So, like, to do it by myself, I'm going to have to make some sort of, like, auxiliary holder thing so I can hold it straight while I get the hinges on. haven't figured that out yet. But I can't think of any other... Still have too much stuff going on. The Martian. What, if, what about this? Robo bees. Robo bees. I saw. I I saw that a while ago, but I don't know if they like had updated it because they were three D printing them, like so they would unfold. That's how they could make the wings like that. But I don't know how they like put all the extra stuff on it. That's a new development. Yeah, so I don't know much about this, but uh, it was brought up to me as a potential show topic. I just typed in RoboBees. It's a, some sort of Harvard University project. Because yeah. in the past, we have talked about the pretty much the extinction event that would be bees leaving our planet. Yeah. Um, well, here comes to the rescue robotic bees that could actually do the exact same thing without the bee side effects of, you know, things flying around and making nests. But I don't know if they, like... I don't think they can... 
as of yet tell like what to pollinate. As of yet, but uh, I believe that they're very close, but they're called, uh, here are the practical applications. And I think these are future practical applications. I don't think these are actually- We can totally uh, use that to uh, spread vaccines and stuff too. Um, well, hold on. Here's, here's what it says. Autonomously pollinating a field of crops. Two, search and rescue, e.g. in the aftermath of a natural disaster. Three. Oh, the, another, speaking of search and rescue-ish topics, did you see that uh, RF jamming gun that they made for, like, shooting down uh, drones? No. Well, hold so on. Made, like, a, hold on. Hold your thought on that, and then we'll talk about the drones, because they just released some stuff about drones, too. Hold on. For, uh, three. Hazardous environmental exploration. Ooh, Four. Yeah. Military surveillance. Five. High resolution weather and climate mapping. Six traffic monitor- monitoring, and I say to you, fresher, what can these bees not do? Because that's like everything you would possibly want of anything. <laughs> right. Okay. It's so anyway, so uh, back to the uh, the RF jammer gun. Oh yeah, just... I mean, basically, it just shoots down drones by making them not be able to communicate. I guess if they're autonomous, it wouldn't work that. Interesting. So uh, um, I saw that the government, as of like a week ago, said that every single drone needs to be registered. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a whole, there's like a whole legislation right now. Um, I mean, it uh, makes sense. And they're giving people who, um, it's, they're giving people. At least to fly in public, because that's how like radio controlled planes and stuff were. They were they were put under regis- uh, legislation. I mean, if you were going to fly it over a public space, you can only fly it on like private property or, and stuff. Got it. So you can still do it in private property. You can still fly your plane over private property as long as it's not in like the airspace. Are you talking drones or are the? Uh, the I mean, I think control- both. So apparently, here the guy when I was listening because I listened a little bit of the 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 um, the conversation with the F, FAA, is it FAA? Yeah, the FAA yeah. guy. And he said that private property is private property, but once you enter air, like federal airspace... Yeah, federal airspace is like a specific height. It's not just the air right above your property. Okay, yeah, because he was saying once you get there, it's no longer, it's, it's now a matter that we have to deal with. Yeah, if it's, if it's the specific height. I mean, that's the same thing with ultralight airplanes. As long as like the engine size is small enough, you don't need a license for it. Like those, uh, like those paragliders that have like it's just a fan on your back with a parachute. Is that what Ben Tatera was on? Probably, but yeah. yeah, you don't need a license for that. Those don't need to be registered. But you need training. You, no, I mean you don't need anything. You can just do it. Oh really? Yeah, there's no like there's no registration or anything. Hmm. That's but a drone would fall in the same class as that because of the engine size. If you're not in like federal airspace. Hmm, or in like public property. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. I thought like once it went up I get what is it, five hundred feet? I don't know what the height is, but I think it's more than that. So I saw there was a picture on Reddit in the Seattle forum. That yeah. someone someone took on their drone and every and instead of being and it was a really nice photo, 
And yeah. instead of people complimenting the photo, all these people just jumped down the throat of the guy. Cause yeah, I know. I always think that when I see drones, like pictures of some sort of like nature place, I'm like, how they're just flying their drone around there. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like going crazy. They were like, that's federal. Like that's in the path of, uh, of the, 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 whatever, blah, 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 stuff like union, yada, 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 helicopter jump. Yeah. They were like, they were just, bitching them out and the guy was like no i felt this rule i felt that rule wah, wah, wah. and they're like shut up no you didn't you couldn't possibly do that and he's like there's a limit you can't go higher than 500 feet and they're yeah. like you're you're wrong and he's like i'm right i use this website yeah. <laughs> i mean the only website that would really count is if you're on the government website yeah i don't know he gave a he gave a website and i don't remember the full thing um but speaking of measurements Speaking of, yeah. Did you see Subway, as part of a lawsuit, now has to measure all of their sandwiches? Who does? Subway? Subway? Yeah. What? No? Yeah. Apparently, a guy in Australia sued, the, sued him because his foot-long, subway, his foot-long sub was only 11 inches. Well, I mean, did he, just sue, did he sue for um, misadvertising or something? Yes, he did. No, not misadvertising. Um, just essentially, it, um, like... I guess yeah, false advertising what, or not getting what you paid for. So, yeah. um, so the settlement proposal said Subway will amend franchise protocols, which had previously allowed for a small tolerance in the size of a foot-long sandwich, to the require their subs to reach the full twelve inches. <laughs> um, the proposal said Subway also carry out inspections and penalize restaurants where the sandwiches failed to meet the twelve-inch standard. <laughs> Subway also this is what this one killed me. Subway also agreed to pay up to $1,000 in compensation to the plaintiffs and cover the $525,000 in legal fees. Damn, what? That's right. That's right. They get, they're getting $1,000 for having a small sandwich, but their legal fees for said small sandwich were $525,000. are crazy, dude. <laughs> but think about this. Imagine if they lost. Who would have paid that? I know. That would have been an expensive inch. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Yeah, no, I hadn't. I hadn't heard about that. I had I not. not I had not heard about, about it either. But uh, yeah, so that was. You know, it's good. For, I don't know. I've never. I've always suspect. Like even when they, you know, when they cut it in half. Yeah. When it's six inch. I haven't had Subway in a long time. But I've had Subway sandwiches that were probably no more than like four inches. I know. Like, yeah. yeah. There was so, some there. I've never even really thought about it, but sometimes it did seem small. Um but, ugh, excuse me. The um El the El Nino's wrecking havoc in, in the southwest. Did you see those floods and stuff? No, I mean I heard the weather's all crazy, but no, I haven't really tracked weather. Well, like I heard that, that there's that forest fire in another country that's like releasing more uh, like greenhouse gases than the U.S. in a whole year, like in just like while it's burning right now. Where's that? Uh, I don't know, some country. I think it was like South America, maybe. Interesting. I hadn't heard about that, but I heard about the catastrophic monster hurricane that's heading toward the Mexican coast. Oh my we... gosh! Is it going to be Texas too? Hurricane Patricia. They haven't. I don't know. They haven't really got into the um, the uh, 
where it's going to go beyond Mexico, but it, it looks like it's going to it's on the uh, the western side of so it's only going to hit like Puerto Puerto Vallarta and uh, Manzanillo. So uh, no, I always thought <laughs> like your your pseudo uh, Spanish accent or the in, intonations. Oh really, Manzanillo. Manzanillo. Yeah, um, but yeah, I didn't even know that. I didn't realize hurricanes could come from that side. They from like the Pacific? Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I thought that those were typhoons. Uh, that's my question. I thought all I thought hurricanes. They thought they were synonymous, but I guess I just never knew that a hurricane could come from that side. From the Pacific? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I thought that those were typhoons. <laughs> well, well, aren't typhoons named too? They're what? Aren't typhoons named too? Named too? Like, oh, I don't know. I think they're just numbers. No. I mean, at least in Japan, when they have the typhoons, it's numbers. Oh, really? That's, yeah. That's so and Japanese. That's typhoons so Japanese. Hurricanes are basically the same thing. Here comes number 43. Yeah. Well, I just sent you the, the uh, video of the of the um the hurricane coming in um we'll i know it's it's actually broken for me but it's huge if you look at weather.com and just look on the yeah it looks yeah. like it could be it looks like it could be nasty oh man oh, oh man. Does it get here i and wonder what be... our like weathers i wonder if we're gonna have crazy weather or not well they say we're gonna have like i said the very dry winter here that sucks i know remember we talked about the wet drought yeah, but I thought, I mean, it could go either way, basically, still, I thought. No, they're pretty much saying we're not going to get any snow. and that ah, we're gonna have, The worst. Yeah, and we're going to have drought conditions next next year. Stupid. Um, You know what's stupid is this Wayne Simmons guy. Yeah. I didn't really know who this Wayne Simmons guy was. There, I, I saw a report, they're like, Wayne Simmons, no, 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 no. It's probably because I don't watch uh, Fox News ever. Yeah, um, like, I don't know any of their peeps. Well, he was their terror expert because he was a he had a twenty seven year career oh, as a, oh yeah as yeah. a CIA officer. As it turns out, he never was a CIA officer, and he got sent to jail for that. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Like he's like, I mean, but they could. It seems like they could argue that new that Fox News isn't actually news because it's an entertainment show. Um. So I'm thinking there was something else. That was, um, but a, it was, it was, he was under some sort of indictment and he lied effectively. Yeah. And that's why, yeah. and that's why he went to jail. It wasn't so much that he was lying. I guess if you're on TV, you could just pretend like they could yeah, put you yeah, on. Like not a, he's not like being factual. Right. Well, I mean, he was supposed to be, be being factual. Well, but I mean, I that's guess, what they want people to think, but I mean, people believe like War of the Worlds and stuff too. Right. So my question then becomes this, is that it doesn't matter who you are. As long as you go on and present yourself as an expert, will people believe you? Yeah, for sure. Especially on Fox News, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're limiting it. I think it's everywhere. I think no, it's it everywhere. is, yeah. Um, but I mean, like, like, some people have, like, like, they have some sort of, like, name for them like Stephen Hawking's like you're not gonna like fake being him like he had he's an expert or whatever you know what I mean but here's the thing you could probably go on so there was some recent stuff that came out about quantum entanglement yeah 
And um, I guess they did a test in France or something. I don't know exactly where, but it was in Europe where they were able to uh, manipulate two entangled particles from like um, roughly a mile away. And they were kind of manipulating one and it was happening on the other. Yeah. And so, so it came out and they said, hey, for sure, we're now 100% confirmed that no matter how far away they are, one side of the universe to the other side of the universe, if they're entangled, you do one, it's going to happen over there too. Yeah. And um, if I went on the air and just pretended that I was some sort of physicist and I yeah. knew, I think a lot of people would think I really knew what I was talking about. Just for yeah, what for I sure. said. They totally would. Just for what I said. But I think scientists would be in a uproar about. Yeah, they totally would. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, but that happens all the time. Do you think it happens all the time? Do you think people were like, "This Wayne Simmons guy is a total jerk off"? Do you, th- do you think that happened a lot? Yeah, I mean, because he's on Fox News. <laughs> I mean, they say that about all of them. I guess, but I don't. I don't know. It's it's different than being a like a talking head on Fox News, like a show, like a host or whatever. Then or present yourself. An but expert. they have a bunch of the same dumb experts that aren't experts that like are known not experts, such as. I don't know any of them, but I know that they exist. I know that they have continued, like, they'll bring in, like, they have the same set of experts. They have, like, you know, like, ten experts or something. And and one of them turned out to be a liar. I mean, I think that all of them are. But I think it doesn't matter because it's, like, the ten people that are their experts. And they gain credibility by being the same one that always shows up. If it was a different expert every time, people wouldn't trust them as much. Well, that, that, that's remember that story when we they were talking about the um, the Malaysian airplane guy and the guy went on once, and then all of a sudden he was on call. 24. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> it's just like once you do it once, and and if you're if you sound reasonably credible and yeah. you're not like terribly offensive and ugly, they'll just keep bringing you back on and on. I have a strong suspicion that this is what happened with this guy. He just played it out. He played it out forever. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one time he was like, and I work for the CIA. Little did they he know. Se- it once and he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah serial, in- like the serial investigation agency. Like he, he, went, he went around looking at looking for uh, Lucky Charms with only marshmallows. I know. It's hard to find. Very hard to find. I how to make the machine, though. How do you make the machine? Uh, I was able to basically sift them. But how, how do you get them through the, like... I don't. How would you get the? the... I mean, you, do, you would do it by weight, and like like panning for gold. But panning for gold, you go like this, and like the the, the sifted material goes through the fine mesh, and doesn't the um the gold bits? Kind There's of no stay... fine mesh in panning. There isn't. No, in panning for gold, you just put water in, and it's a it's a tray, and you shake it because the gold goes to the bottom, and then all the like the dirt goes to the top. And then you empty out the water and put new clean water in and do it again. And by the end, it's only gold at the bottom and like heavier rocks, but like all the sand and stuff is gone. Where did it go? Into the water that you like let out because as you shake it, all the gold falls in the bottom. Hmm. I guess I've never panned for gold. Uh, I used to do it all the time in Montana. It's fun. Did you ever find any? Yeah. I have found- like a little. Like, just flakes. I mean, it's like, you're not going to find that much. You'd have to do it, like, forever to get anything worthwhile. But can you take all those flakes and put it together? You could, I guess. 
So wait, you have flakes. You have gold flakes in your house right now. Don't tell people where you live. I think that it's. I think it's at my parents. I mean, it's probably worth like ten dollars, maybe. <laughs> That's interesting. You're panning for gold. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a. That's totally like a tourist thing in Montana to do. So this just in, our panning for gold expert Fresher is yeah. here to tell us about the techniques of panning for gold in Montana. Fresher. I do know how to pan for gold, but when I was a kid, it like takes really long, so it's kind of boring. But as a kid, you have nothing but time. Yeah, but you still get super bored. I mean, it's not like interesting. Real is you? You do it by a river. Maybe you could throw down a fishing rod. At the same time, where do you get the, the dirt from? Just in the river? Like, you go to rivers that supposedly have gold. <laughs> There's gold in them there, Hills kid. Let's go panning. <laughs> it's totally what you do. That's funny. Um, well, I think we should leave it on that note. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, well, I guess, well, I guess I'd bring up that uh, I did read that apparently... Every all the all you health nuts, antioxidants cause cancer. So <laughs> you thought you were stopping it? Not true anymore. It's one of those old health switcheroos. So what? So what you need is um, toxins. <laughs> or, yeah, basically, or basically, toxins. like I mean, it's like antibacterial soap that like you're trying to get rid of all the bacteria, but then they're like, oh wait, you actually need some bacteria, and like killing all of it like is bad. So it's the same idea. Is that true, though? Because I've heard some theories on that. and sometimes... Yeah, I mean, all of the stuff is, like, people just get in the mindset and they just, like, think the one way whatever they thought from the beginning. Like, that's the problem with all those things. Well, I feel like... like no, I, there's barely any facts there at all because it all gets clouded with people and, like, what they strongly believe. It's interesting because I hear the pendulum swings on these things a lot. Yeah, it totally does. It's because way... people are, like so adamant about believing it without, like, actually knowing anything. Hmm. Interesting. It's a problem with people. It's a people problem. It's not a... <laughs> the Earth... I have, I've always said this from the get-go. Earth has a people problem. Earth does. I mean, it's like they say in the Matrix. We're just like parasites. <laughs> <laughs> or batteries. No, that's just what we're useful for. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> but I guess I'll just end. Uh, we can end on that. All right. Um, so a couple things before I do the uh, plugs here. This last week, um, Dad Stractions, part of our podcast network, hung up the coat. They gave. They, they threw they, in the towel. They threw in the towel. They. Uh, they. They're uh, no longer Dad Stracted. They they uh, milked the goat. They uh, they flipped the pie. They uh, they leaned over the bookcase. I'm just thinking of stuff. They leaned over the bookcase. <laughs> it's not they a cracked thing. the whip. <laughs> they, they, work. they fell on the floor. They replaced <laughs> the shingles. They ran the mile. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. Yep. They called it quits. I think would be the uh, appropriate. They dropped the buttered side down. <laughs> they, they, they ate the bacon first. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they they quit. They quit their show. It's over with. Kaput. Kaput. So, um, uh, 
so we don't have to plug that one anymore. So go back and you can listen to their back catalog. This will be the last time I ever talk about that show on this air, on the air here. I know, last time. Um, last time. So toodaloo, Dadstractions. I listened to you. Sorry it didn't work out. So anyway. <laughs> How many episodes did they have, by the way? That's a great question. I believe they had over 80. Ah, uh, we're just about to beat them. Let's see, dadstractions.com. Take a picture to like their uh their podcast. I think they're gonna still do like like little ones or whatever, but yeah, they they finally ended it. They did 89. 89. Oh no, we still have 10 left. Yeah. Um, but they were at it way longer. They started a long time ago, but they took a lot of time off in between. Oh so, yeah. Um so anyway, uh that's that's that. So uh, back to the more like sad distractions. <laughs> I was trying to think of one that would be better than that, but there's no more sad distractions. <laughs> um. So anyway, see you later, Dad distractions. Our soon to be named network is featuring uh, the Prodigal Sons podcast, featuring Brian, Ian, uh, <laughs> I can't, Jared, and Adam. Uh, there's also Longbox Heroes, uh, longboxheroes.com. That's our tentpole comic book uh, podcast uh, with uh, Todd and Leonard. And uh, we have Puzzle Warriors 3, a Marvel Puzzle Quest. Uh, if you love popping bubbles, um, you can check that out. Oh, by the way, um, Fresher, I, 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 I was talking to Leonard this yeah. week from um, Longbox Heroes and Longbox After Dark. Um, and he says that the Marvel Puzzle Warriors 3 podcast, yeah, um, or whatever, Puzzle Warriors 3, uh, is doing very well. Lots of downloads. Lots I of believe downloads. it. But, um, so anyway, if you like that game, you should check it out. Um, and uh, last but not least is the, excuse me, is Podvocacy with uh, David and Jason, and they talk about pop culture topics, all sorts of, of uh, interesting things, um, not the weather, as uh, Brian once said. Oh, and uh, Leonard also thinks that when I described pod, pod, uh, Prodigal Sons podcast as angry, grumpy, and sad, that's probably should be their slogan. Angry, grumpy, and sad. Grumpy. It's a good. It's a good and gruffy. <laughs> and gruffy or more scruffy. I'm scruffy. I'm scruffy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> This might be the worst promotion of our network I've ever done, but whatever. Um, only second to that time when I took on the role of a preacher and did it. That was good. It's the um, tele televangelist episode. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's it. That's all I got. This is Parlance saying sayonara, muchachos. This is Fresher Sand Later Taters. <laughs>